Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mula sa Quezon City, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. We're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. You're listening to WHO Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus. We have never been before seen a pandemic sparked by a coronavirus. WHO has been in full response mode since we were notified of the first cases and we have called every day for countries to take urgent and aggressive action. We have rung the alarm bell loud and clear. Health and epidemics experts stress when a disease is called a pandemic, as opposed to, say, an epidemic or an outbreak, it simply means the problem has spread to around the world and we are now seeing local transmissions that are harder to control. Hindi na lahat ng cases imported. And therefore, it is no longer just about restricting entry and exit at any nation's borders. Equally important, it does not change the characteristics of a disease. COVID, before being called a pandemic, is the exact same COVID we were fretting about when it was just called an outbreak or epidemic. But some public health officials now say that the acknowledgement of global spread and local transmissions do mean that in the immediate and long terms, the most constructive way to move forward, perhaps, is to embrace two things. Pursuing the fight and science to beat COVID-19, as has been done in the past with SARS, for example, and moving on from the premise that this virus, it's already out there. Deal with it. In the Philippines, President Rodrigo Duterte addressed the nation on Thursday evening and outlined government plans and proposals. Extending class suspensions, encouraging flexible work arrangements in all places of work, guidelines for implementing quarantines at the barangay and municipal levels, and travel restrictions should be expected, whether by land, sea, or air, in and out of the capital. President Duterte conspicuously, but also very honestly, did not want to say it, but essentially, this community quarantine over Metro Manila, it's a lockdown. Community quarantine is hereby imposed in the entire of Metro Manila. Ayaw namin gamitin yan kasi takot kasi we lockdown. But it's a lockdown. There is no struggle of power here. Walang away dito, walang gira. It's just a matter of protecting and defending you from COVID-19. But what does it all mean? For example, paano yung mga taga-Rizal, Cavite, Bulacan, 
even workers driving into NCR from as far as Pampanga. Frankly, as we are publishing this episode still just a few hours after President Duterte's Thursday evening address, none of it is clear. We imagine a lot of clarifications and specifics coming out over the day. Makikita nyo naman yan sa social media. So make sure you're getting good official guidance. Don't fall for fake news. Sinabi rin niya ng presidente. And kami rin, hindi namang gugulo dyan. What we did instead was ask one of the leading public health experts in the Philippines, Dr. Susi Pineda Mercado, what a lockdown or community quarantine should mean for each of us, literally at the level of ourselves and our households. All it means is that you're going to stay home. That's all. I mean, if I think about a whole country under lockdown, then that means that people are just staying home. Yes, but what's happening in our homes, with my family, how should we be behaving? I think let's take it from the perspective of the individual. What, what it really means is you just stay home. You should have some provisions of food so that you don't have to go out too often to buy food. You should have about two weeks of your maintenance meds. And very important, you should have a thermometer inside your house so that if you don't feel well, you have an objective way of finding out if you're sick or you're getting worse. Now, what if we actually start feeling sick? Do I immediately assume na may COVID ako? Do I run out? Do we immediately rush to hospitals? Do I immediately ask for a test? If you're just feeling the flu, but you have not traveled anywhere where there is community transmission or you have not been in touch with somebody who has COVID-19, then you probably just have the flu. A good thing to do at home is to sleep separately, to sleep in a separate room if you can, to separate your kitchen utensils. You can wear a mask inside the house if you're coughing. And you should always be frequently washing your hands and people in the house should also be frequently washing their hands and keeping the house very clean. Do we literally stay indoors the entire time? I would advise you to go out as much as you can in the sun uh, in the morning. There are new studies coming out showing the impact of vitamin D coming from the sun, which is free to get sunshine, that helps reduce risks for respiratory disease and it boosts your immunity. Uh, let's say pasaway ako. How literally should I take this? I have a mall two kilometers from the house. No school for the kids. I'm allowed to telecommute. And lang, uncrowded cinemas and restaurants are actually quite appealing. Not to mention no traffic to beaches in Batangas or Cavite. What's more important is to understand why you have to stay home. You have to stay home because it means that there are people out there who could transmit the disease to you. And therefore, if you do not interact with them, hindi kayo lumalapit sa kanila, hindi kayo magkakasakit. And it's not a good idea to try to escape if there's a lockdown because that might put you in more trouble. You might uh, meet people who are actually sick and then you can't get home. I'm sure at the end of the day, if you had to spend 14 days somewhere, you'd want to be at home. Hindi naman may iwasan that people will still be commuting to work. How does one even begin to practice social distancing sa MRT or LRT. If you're riding public transportation, wash your hands. Keep on washing. You get on, you get off, you wash your hands, use alcohol gel, 
use sanitizer, just keep your hands very clean because the thing that will make you sick are your dirty hands. Dr. Susie Pineda Mercado was a former health undersecretary and until recently was one of the highest-ranking Filipinos in the WHO. Now, she belongs to the most pragmatic camp among public health experts who right now say it looks like COVID and the coronavirus strain behind it is now part of reality and our lives. The good news, as you already know by now, is that anywhere from 95 to even 98% of the time, symptoms are not extreme. Patients make full recoveries. Parang flu. In fact, it is possible that many cases are going undetected precisely because many people could feel nothing different from past bouts with more common viruses. But COVID remains highly virulent. And so even with low mortality, a high base of infections would still lead to a lot of deaths, particularly among the elderly and people with underlying conditions. Mike Ryan, executive director of the WHO Health Emergencies Program, stresses the world must continue to live, yes, but nobody is moving on from trying to beat COVID. It's not about saying, okay, the, now we have a description of pandemic, we all move to mitigation. Nothing could be further from the truth. There's a real chance to bend the curve and reduce the number of cases that our health system has to cope with and give the health system a chance to save more lives. Philippine scientists and public health experts are part of that global effort. As you've heard, researchers at the University of the Philippines have developed a key component for the war. Yung virus content, binibilang yan ng makina, no? tapos magkakaroon ka ngayon ng curve, tapos magpiprint out, sasabihin kung positive or negative yung result. Yung turnaround time nito ay umaabot ng isa't kalahating oras. No? That's Dr. Raul Destura, the executive director of the Philippine Genome Center, demonstrating the Philippine-made kits to journalists this week. The kits promise faster and cheaper results. Here's Dr. Teodoro Herbosa reading a message from UP President Danilo Concepcion. Using the local gene amplify, uh, we will cost it roughly around 1,320 pesos per test in contrast to the foreign kit currently being used at the Research Institute of Tropical Medicine, which I heard costs around 8,500 pesos per test. Around 200 Gen Amplify kits can be produced in a week, and enough kits are in stock for now for around 6,000 tests. With more orders for around 20,000 tests are already expected. The kits will be rolled out under protocols set by health agencies, and initially they will be used in parallel with fully certified systems already being used. But if everything checks out fine and accurate, production and use will be ramped up aggressively. Here is Science and Technology Secretary Fortunato de la Peña. Uh, hopefully, after the first 5,000 test na may parallel genome sequencing eh hopefully by the time may makakuha na tayo ng WHO validation at yun po ituloy-tuloy na. Kaya ako po very proud. Kami rin po sa Puma Podcast hindi exempted sa COVID o sa community quarantine. Like all other workplaces, we've been meeting urgently to talk about business continuity while holding the health and safety of our team members as priority. Kasama niyo rin po kami sa nag-aalala at sa pumipila Katunayan, 
Here's Trisha Aquino, our content manager for Puma Podcast. And she shares with us her experience in the grocery recently. Hi, Robbie. Here's a recording of me doing my shopping yesterday. So I am now here in Robinson Supermarket in Eastwood and it's 6 p.m. and it's unusually crowded. I tried to look for alcohol earlier and Lysol for the office and wala, wiped out. Meron akong nakitang isang lalaki na meron siyang apat na hand sanitizer na dala-dala. Tapos meron din akong nakita na yung kanyang grocery cart ay merong tatlong malalaking bote ng Clorox. Wala na rin keso. <laughs> As in, how many rows are these? One, two, three, four. Apat na rows ng hidden cheese, wala ng laman. There are so many people wearing masks. The lines are so long. Mayroong 13 na cashier dito. At bawat isa sa kanila ay mahaba ang pila. Yung mga pila umaabot ng grocery aisles. Uh, by the way, wala, wala na rin cart. Uh, I see people stocking up on bottles of water, tissue, cleaning supplies. So I asked a few personnel about when the stocks will be replenished. Excuse me po, may alcohol pa po ba? Wala na po stock. Eh yung Lysol po, wala na po. Kailan po magkakaroon ng bagong delivery? Ay, hindi ko lang sigurado na. Wala na Robbie, I talked to IBM employee Kate Dumawal, who was also shopping there at the time. Ano yung reaction mo nung pagpasok mo ng grocery today? Um, hindi na ako nabigla kasi expected na namin to na madaming tao. Bakit ka na-push na pumunta dito ngayon? Uh, kasi may bali-balita na magla-lockdown daw ang Manila. So, syempre, para makasigurado, kailangan ng bumili. Ano yung mga binili mo ngayon? Uh, mga delata, noodles, bigas, yung mga kailangan sa araw-araw. May specific din kami gusto bilhin na um, alcohol, pero hindi na namin nahanap. Medyo nakakalungkot kasi yun yung kailangan namin, pero hindi namin nakuha, hindi kami nakaabot. Nagpa-prepare ka ba para sa sarili mo lang or meron kang family? Um, para sa aming lahat na magkaka-work kasi pati kami damay, parang may isang place kami pag na ano ng company. So, kailangan na namin para, para prepared lang. I also asked household helper Mary Grace Almasin about her experience. Balita daw, ilalockdown yung Metro Manila. Baka daw biglang mag-close yung mga supermarket. Eh, wala kaming stock sa bahay. Eh, di kailangan. Meron siyang stock. Kaya ito, <laughs> nag-namimili. Ano pong mga binili nyo ngayon? Yung karne, mga ka- yung mga nakakan talaga na hindi siya masisira kahit gamitin kahit ilang ilang weeks pwede mo siyang magamit yung alcohol walas lang alcohol ay so naghanap wala din ubus talaga out of stock talaga po it took me almost an hour to get out with my groceries which is pretty tame compared to what we've heard from other people finally here is Steven Kua from the Philippine Amalgamated Supermarkets Association with a friendly reminder to anyone who's looking to stockpile on alcohol he spoke on the chiefs on Signal TV's one news channel well, we started allocating uh, two days ago okay if we did not allocate people will want to you know 
empty all our shelves. Now, and we will be at the mercy of the smaller retailers. Now, we have to limit alcohol, right? And make sure that everyone gets a chance not just to use alcohol, so that the people you meet on the street, you know, meron din siyang alcohol at hindi lahat nasa iyo. At yan po ang mga balitang Puma Podcast. If you like what you hear, pakisabihan naman po mga kaibigan nyo. Do follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast. Maraming salamat po and keep well, keep safe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.